How's it going guys? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be talking about how you should not dig yourself into a deeper hole than you're already in. And what do I mean by that? A lot of times when people get sick with CFS, not a lot of times, every time when people get sick with CFS, they can beat themselves up, especially when they run into symptom flare-ups or what seem to be setbacks. And what will happen is they will feel a bunch of symptoms come up and then they will get upset at themselves for either doing too much or they get frustrated that the symptoms are here. Well, the symptoms alone are already tough to deal with. So the last thing you wanna do is pour fuel on those physical symptoms by feeling frustrated with yourself or disappointed or upset. Now, if you are going through those things, just know that it's completely normal, right? That's obviously why you're watching this YouTube video and this channel is to learn how to get out of this. And so this is one of the big things that is gonna help you move forward a lot faster on your recovery journey. So let's rewind the clock. You know, when I was sick and I would flare up, I would feel a lot of regret doing the activities. You know, let's say I was, you know, feeling some tiredness, some pain, some headaches, and my friends wanted to go do something. You know, even just to get lunch. I would go there, get lunch, enjoy my time with them, or at least try to enjoy my time. I couldn't really because I had symptoms. And then when I got home, my symptoms would be a little bit higher, right? And I remember just sitting at home sometimes and being upset at myself. I would be asking myself a million different questions, questions like, why did I do that? Telling myself I shouldn't have done that. I should have just stayed home. Now I'm gonna suffer for the next three days. I hope it was worth it, Miguel. And it was just a really negative headspace to be in. And I was almost like beating myself up over the fact that I did this thing that I thought I shouldn't have done. But here's the thing, when you do activities, you don't wanna regret it because you decided to do that activity. You wanna be at peace with your decisions and it could be the simplest of things too. You know, at one point I was so severe that, you know, going to the washroom four times a day instead of two times a day, that would cause my symptoms to flare up. And when I would go four times a day and my headaches would get worse or my heart rate would be much higher, I'd be pretty upset with myself. And looking back now, I know that was one of the worst things I could have done. And it's a no wonder that I was sick for so long. No wonder I was getting worse and worse because you don't need to kick yourself emotionally when you're down. You know, when your body is struggling, you wanna save all your energy for your nervous system to go to recalibrating itself. The more emotions, the more frustration, regret, any of those kind of negative things you are experiencing, those become drainers on your energy and your body only has so much energy, it only has so much stimulus it can handle and emotions are extremely, extremely stimulating. So the last thing you wanna do is one, regret doing a specific activity. Number two, beat yourself up when you're down or tell yourself, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that. You're on the same team as your body, right? Or at least that's where you wanna to get to. So you don't want this whole back and forth thing going on where a part of you wants to go do something and a part of you doesn't and you're just torn. A big thing with recovery is just being decisive, not overthinking. And I totally noticed, like I totally understand how you can become paralyzed in fear because the last thing you wanna do is make a mistake and go backwards. Or the biggest fear of them all is crash. Now let me tell you, it would take a lot for somebody to crash. When I say a lot, it's relative because depending on if you're bedridden or if you are functional and you can leave the house and drive, it takes different amounts of activity and stimulus to actually crash. Right, so it's different for everybody, but people don't realize how much emotions play into their symptoms. 
emotions are the fuel to the fire. Basically, if you think of a campfire, right? Let's say you have a small fire. That's like a small flare-up, right? If you have a big flare-up of symptoms, that's like having a big campfire, right? Over time, those logs will just burn. Those symptoms will eventually die down, whether it takes a few hours or a few days. But what you don't want to do is pour gasoline on that fire because that makes the fire grow exponentially. Depending on how much gasoline you pour on that, that will determine how much bigger of a fire it will be. And emotions, when you're having a symptom flare-up, especially negative emotions, is like gasoline to a fire. It will make the fire blaze so much hotter, so much bigger, last longer. So you wanna keep your emotions under control and if anything, you want to be there for yourself when you have these flare-ups or when you feel like you're going backwards, you don't wanna beat yourself up over it. You wanna to learn to become your best friend, right? And I know it's difficult, I know because I've been there, but you're gonna be with yourself for the rest of your life. That voice you have in your head right now, that's the voice that stays with you for your time on this planet, right? Whether that's another 20, 30, 40, 50 years, depending on how old you are watching this, you want to become the best allies with that person. You don't wanna beat yourself up when you're down. If you had a friend who was trying their best every single day, who was waking up with fatigue and symptoms, who was going through the day just barely scraping by, just doing their best to hang on to whatever activity they could do, to whatever sense of normalness that they could experience, if you had a friend who's trying their absolute best day in and day out, and then one of the days they walked a little bit too far or did a little bit too much and they were suffering and they were in pain and they were down on themselves, what would you tell that friend? Would you tell them, yeah, you shouldn't have done that? Or yeah, next time you should be smarter. Why did you not pull back when you know you should have pulled back? Would you tell that to a true friend? No, you would tell them, hey, it's okay. Now we know next time not to do X amount of activity. Now we know it's okay, we're here for you. Here's a shoulder to lean on, here's a shoulder to cry on. You wanna be that voice for yourself because CFS is very isolating. You are the most important voice that you have. And of course, it helps watching videos like this when I tell you that it's okay, you're gonna have what seem to be setbacks, but they really are just adjustment periods and you can actually watch the video up here where I talk about adjustment periods versus crashes and everything about setbacks. Most of what you're experiencing, especially in the symptom flare, is not going backwards. It is not a setback. Depending on how you handle it, it can actually be the springboard that causes you to leap forwards and upwards in your recovery. And you need to reframe the way you see these symptom flare-ups because they're actually something that is absolutely necessary to recover. Just as necessary as it is to feel sore if you're trying to gain muscle, it's necessary to feel these symptoms and go through these adjustment periods if you want to come out of CFS, if you want to have your life back, if you want to recalibrate your nervous system, you have to expose it to certain stimulus, but in the right amounts. So that's something we help people with in the Recovery Jumpstart program. You know, sometimes you do need that extra shoulder to lean on, that extra reassurance and reinforcement of someone just telling you, hey, it, it's okay, this is completely normal. Stick to this plan. This is your specific plan. Stick to it as much as you can. And it's nothing rigid. It's something that's quite flexible, something that fits your lifestyle. That's something we help people with in Recovery Jumpstart. But what we see a lot of, and something that the coaches have gone through themselves, and I've experienced this firsthand, is really getting down on yourself and kind of kicking yourself when you're down. You know, that sense of disappointment you feel in yourself. You don't want to feel that. You want to feel compassion, kindness, empathy for yourself because you are trying your best, you know? And just always think of it that way. If you had a friend who was struggling like this 
and they were trying their best and they had these flare-ups and they had to go through these episodes of you know symptoms you wouldn't knock them down for going through that because they are trying their best and you are trying your best right you watching these youtube videos right now you're trying your best you're doing anything and everything you can you're probably watching multiple of these videos per day clicking on okay which symptoms do i experience this relates to my story you know maybe this can help me you're trying your best so be patient with yourself be kind with yourself but that's all i wanted to talk about in this video is don't kick yourself when you're down. You know, you are your best friend and because you are gonna be with yourself for the rest of your life. When you are in a symptom flare, imagine yourself in this scenario and you have two options. The scenario is, you know, you're stuck in this trench, right? And you have a shovel and you have a ladder. One, you could take the ladder, set it up against the wall and you can slowly climb out of that trench. And that is equivalent to responding well to symptoms, reminding yourself that, hey, this is normal, this is a part of recovery. We are actually getting stronger during this phase if we handle it well, just like how when your muscles are sore, your muscles are building on top of each other and that's how you get stronger. You could take the ladder, set it up, work your way out of the trench, or another tool that's in that same trench is you have a shovel. And not responding well to symptoms, beating yourself up when you're down, that's equivalent to taking that shovel and just digging deeper and deeper. You're digging yourself into a deeper hole. So have that picture in mind whenever you're faced with a symptom flare-up. The thing is you won't be thinking rationally. You're gonna be thinking with your emotions, not with logic. So you just need to be aware that you won't be thinking straight and that's completely normal. But you wanna to gravitate towards that ladder, set it up, and that's equivalent to responding to symptoms well and doing everything in your power to be there for yourself. You need to be there for yourself. You need to be kind and gentle and patient with yourself. Patience is the biggest thing. A lot of people, when they flare up, they might think, oh no, I'm just adding time to recovery. I'm just prolonging this thing. And at this rate, I'm never gonna get better. No, you are actually getting closer to being recovered when you are in a flare up because you need to go through these progress cycles. So you are not losing time when you're in a flare up. You are actually gaining time because that is absolutely necessary to recovering. So I hope you got some value out of this video. If you wanted some extra help on your specific recovery journey, we can absolutely help you. We do check-in calls with people. We give you a custom plan. We figure out exactly where you're at and what needs to be done to get you to thriving health. And we also teach you the foundations and the principles of recovery in a very, very simplified manner. If you wanted to learn more, just click the link down below. You could head over to the application page where you can learn all about what we do in the Recovery Jumpstart program, how we've helped people from all over the world recover and get better and improve their lives and really get their quality of life back so they can spend time with family, go on vacations, go back to work, really become a functioning member of society. You can learn exactly how we do all that in the link below. If you did want to apply, then there's a questionnaire that you have to fill out. It just takes a few minutes, but it will let you know if you qualify for the program. Of course, we only want to help people that we are confident in helping. And we want to make sure if we are bringing you on board, you are somebody that we can no doubt help. So I hope you enjoyed this video. Always remember that you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living life with thriving health. See you in the next video.